dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Nick is not with us, but he is with us today because we had a little snafu. Yeah. Say so birthday he, week. He, birthday weeks are not always the greatest weeks, man. Well, they're tough when you have your wife change her schedule and then you forget it's six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so her birthday's Thursday. Basically, she attempted to uh cram everything into a three-day period which impacts us right so uh we wouldn't have been able to get on until who knows 7 7 30 at some point so i, well, uh, I only have limited i know we only have limited time with jim but he came in because him and i've been playing with an idiot on <laughs> line and then we have somebody that's been talking to me about crypto on tiktok and maybe she'll call in because i'm not talking investments unless she calls in right so what uh what are you boys drinking so i finished my black butte already because i was waiting on you (laughs) i have a heineken 0.0 and then i have the polliner weissen rattler there you go i have the same i'm uh, going in reverse order and uh probably halfway this uh you got my friend. I, I wish this conversation could happen. I have a, I have a damn call. Damn number calling right now. Uh, I wish I, I wish it would have been able to be heard. I should have put yeah. it on speaker. It worked. We should have tried it. Um. So I'm drinking. Uh, for for my birthday, I was gifted Hazel's nuts. Or excuse Hazel's me, nuts. KBS. Nuts? I I was gifted KBS hazelnut. And uh, I got a few of those, and then Pigeon Hill Oatmeal Cream Pie. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so I, I have a few, and then, of course, because I'm at home, I I literally just have everything right at my fingertips. So uh, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this one. <laughs> so <clears throat> low feedback from last week. Talk to Brent yeah. again. He had an absolutely great time. Good. So... I, I know he's excited to come on with Ben next time, and we're excited because we got a bunch more questions that we forgot to get to last week. Well, we course, just we didn't, you know, the guy who wanted to be there an hour only gave us two. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> like two hours and 15 minutes. But uh, so that was a good thing. Um, I found my scammer again. She's going by a new name now, so I'm trying to engage, but she doesn't seem to want to talk to anybody. Well. Oh, that's um, too bad. I'm for a scammer. It is. And then Jim has a fun story. And, a scammer? Yeah, I want to get into Gray Hang. Okay. Gray Hang <laughs> who pisses and moans that other people don't use their real names. Gray Hang. Yeah. Obvious. Uh... Yeah. So tell us a little about your new friend, Jim. Well, He's one of the he's a he's a young guy appears to be anyway you know it could be a Russian bot for all I know but it does look, actually legitimately appear to be from the other side of Michigan from the east side from Romeo 
It goes by Gray Hanged, and he likes to hang out, pun intended, uh, on news sites and things like that and spout all this conspiracy theory bullshit. So um, I just called him on, on, on one of them. And I, and I, I think what, what I responded was something to the effect of, you know, let, let, let's let the, the adults have the conversation. And he immediately starts trying to contact me through Facebook Messenger. I lost count at over 300 messages and attempted phone calls in like a three-day time period. How did he get your phone number? No, no through Messenger. You can you can call people through uh, Facebook Messenger. Gotcha. And, and um, so, yeah, he, and literally, it's, he's like, I, I believe in one minute, he tried to contact me 17 times. Nice. Guys, clearly a little bit unstable. So I just keep tweaking him a little bit, right? So um, I'm, I'm an amateur photographer, and an emphasis on amateur. And he claims to be a professional photographer. And I and one of the things I did is I, I, I went to his very public uh, post where he was bragging about his photographic skills. And I told him that I can ship better pictures than that. And then he tried contacting me another, you know, hundred times or whatever. And so I just, I, I just drop in on his page every once in a while, tweak him a little bit, and uh, he loses his shit for a couple hours. And then I'm assuming his heart rate at some point returns back to, uh, to normal. And then I tweak him again. But so I, I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, right? Just got you know, hopefully this will uh, help him get a little bit of aerobic exercise at least, get his heart rate up. Yeah, he has claimed to have access to secret documents. Mm -hmm. He's claimed to be with the Lansing Police Department, and he's claimed to send his hacker friends after me. Oh, good. My favorite one, though, is that um, someone may or may not have logged on with a pseudonym account, and um, I, I told him after that that the guy that he was actually communicating with was, uh, I just made something up, I think I said, like, assistant deputy director of uh, domestic counterintelligence for the FBI or something like that. He freaked out when that happened too. Deleted all references, any comments that he had made about this guy or to this guy. He totally scrubbed his uh, Facebook page and all these other posts that he had made. And because uh, I think he believes it, right? <laughs> he, he thinks that if he deletes this stuff, the FBI's going to leave him alone. He, he did block the FBI, man. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So, you know, it tied into our scammer thing, and I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was funny as shit. My wife last night, why do you guys do this? Uh, it's fun. Right. It's sick. It's We're free. screwing with dumb people. Right. I mean, the option is don't be a dumbass. I, you know. I, I, I sent you guys the one that they never, resp they never responded. I was at Jim's yesterday, and I showed it to him and Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, one. I mean now I'm now I'm like now I'm disappointed. I might have missed a one of those misconnections, right? Right. That reminds <laughs> yeah, me. I'm, I'm going to send our guest one more message to say we're ready anytime. Anytime. Even though I know she is not showing. Mm. The uh, the negative about being home is I have to look around and see all the things I want to play with. I'm sure you do. Right? I'm I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That will happen. So. So I thought we'd take on the inflation. What the hell's it called? The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 that is not really good to do anything to. Really is not. No. Um, 
I mean, maybe eventually, but I don't I think it's a shitty name. Well, let's say it was driving inflation first, right? It's it's really um it's no Nick is not in studio. Um he had an issue. Yeah. Nick's in his own private studio. I yes. am. As you were saying, Jim. Well, I think, you know, there's a couple of things with private inflation right now, right? One of those is um, overseas supply chain and mm -hmm. the issues of raw materials and shipping and just, you know, companies getting back on their feet, um, both domestically and, and um, overseas. Um, and having, you know, dealing with COVID, right? So inflation is generally driven by supply, under supply, and over and or over demand. And in some areas, there is you know, there's pent up demand for, for, for products. And that's really what's driving it, right? You got factors like some of the things affecting that. Um, fuel is, is driving that, and, and a lot of the that's been that's being uh, driven by. Um, uh, there's some infrastructure issues with that, but it's primarily being uh, driven by profit taking and uh, global supply chain issues with invasion of Ukraine and and OPEC, you know, going productive things like that. None of those things are going to be addressed by this. Well, and none of those systemic issues, particularly the overseas supply chain issues. Typically, the way we control inflation through the Fed. That's, that's the demand side of it. Yes. And, you know, they're, they curb loans mm -hmm. by raising interest sure. rates. The higher the rates go, the less yep. people want to borrow money. Yep. And they've done that quite a bit this year. I mean, you know, we've had, what, three rate hikes this year? Yeah, and the last one was a full 100 basis points. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, people are, you know, not, their money's not going to go as far because, you know, you, you just can't keep stretching it. I, you know, I, I, we talked a couple of weeks ago on air about Caitlin got a phone call from her mortgage company because they wanted to refinance. I'm sure they do. She's got a 3% rate and she'd double it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, this, this might help come end of 23. Yeah, not I mean, necessarily this, but right, you know yeah. the steps we're taking. Well, so there's a lot of investment in this, right? Mm. There's a few things, um, and there's a lot of you know longer term investment. So really, I think if it's going to curb inflation, it should be more long term. Um, you know, putting guardrails around the fluctuation. But um, yeah, I, I think it's just a poor way for what it is. Really, a, a skinny down version of the they originally they originally called the build back, build back better. better. Yeah, that's what it is. They're throwing that. Reduction name in there just to some. Well, you know, and, and you look at some of the things that they did get through. So, Medicare can negotiate, I think it's 10 drugs starting mm -hmm. in 26, yeah. and then 20 drugs starting in 29. Which, yeah. I mean, that's great, but you know, that's four years away. Mm -hmm. And of course, they build these things in so that, you know, somebody else can change their in mind later. Or, or there's no accountability, you know, that right. they take credit for, for these things that. Either are or aren't going to happen. Yeah, four years in the future, right? Could be a different implementation by then. Well, of course, they pulled out um, private insurance from being able to negotiate the price of yeah. medication because of insulin, and uh, that was, you know, thank Joe Manchin. Kick about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of the special interest things just really piss yeah. me off. Mansion with that. Cinema with the what the hell was cinema against? It was some, I wrote it down because I was so annoyed with that. So, how fast can I read? So, I mean, I guess one of the other things that might help people, not necessarily with inflation while you're looking that up, yep. but what that might help with easing cost pressure is the uh, ACA yes. subsidy extension, but that's what, 
and those, uh, and I, I don't want to discount any amount of savings or whatever or subsidies you may be getting, but total amount of that is kind of looking at my notes here as well. Um, three million people, right? Yeah. So, um, that's, uh, and they're extending it for years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cinema was against the interest tax, carried interest tax loophole right. because, you know, she's bought and paid for like most of them. And uh, it wasn't good for her. You know, some of these things they have in the bill, I think, will be helpful, maybe. You know, they are putting $300 billion into energy and climate reform. Um, yeah, I'm just curious as to what, what's going to happen with that, right? So am I. Like, they're, they're talking about making investment. I know some of this is going to come in form of like uh, green credits or for individuals but I, I a lot of that's gonna gonna get uh eaten up with you know sweetheart deals with companies that are that are you know supportive of politics in fact might be one of the things that pushed uh answering some of the others over the edge i'm i'm really curious to get uh nick take on the um the capital gains mm. tax that's part of it right it's the um uh, one percent minimum, I think, on, on taking capital gains. Uh, I don't know. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It was. Um, I said one percent. I meant stock buyback. Yes. Stock buyback. One percent excise tax yeah, on the stock buyback. Yep. And uh, right. So, you know, my my issue is is everybody everybody still blames the rich aspect of rich people getting richer and and this is what it is but if you invest like everybody else you're going to eventually get those those discounts and those things like like everybody else right so you know i always go back to the old saying right if you want what other people's have what other people have do what other people do right and so you know i, I <coughs> excuse me you know i i didn't hear i didn't hear capital gains um for for the housing aspect um yeah, no, I, they're I trying thinking, to bring that yeah no I was, with the capital gains things that there, that was on the table that got negotiated out i was referring to the yeah. stock buybacks um and i'd say yeah. capital gains rents. no and yeah. you know i i don't know it depends because the problem is is right who's who's the one that gets free shares of stock right it's it's the people that are higher up in a company and exactly you know your CEO gets a shit ton in his package, right? Like, sure. you know, I, I love seeing, um, you know, let's give Gentex for example, right? Okay, so the CEO of the company made four hundred thousand, where the vice president made seven hundred thousand that year. But if you look at his stocks, right, they gave him two point something million dollars, like every quarter into into stocks, and then you know, you're okay, so you're your man, you know, my managers or whatever would get you know a thousand dollars worth of shares. And so you're, you're giving it away for free. People, people need to stop bitching about paying the taxes on that because really you're, you got it for free. It's the same as we talk about, Hey, if you lose 50% of what your IRA or, you know, sorry, your 401k is yeah. you've put in only 50%, right? right there, there's, yeah. there's a match for most yeah. of that. So, you know, you're, you're paying tax on free fucking money. So it doesn't, to me, it, it doesn't bother me, but I think taxes are getting so ridiculous. Eventually, we're going to be taxed on. I mean, we are taxed on everything, but every dime that you spend, you're going to get taxed on. Every dime that you get, you're going to get taxed on. So, it, it it's frustrating because where's where does it end? At what point? How much money? And you know, you can't force anybody to spend their money, 
But I think I think what you need to do is start getting these rich people tax things to spend their money, not to hoard their money, right? Yeah, right. So, well, see, I think my biggest issue with especially the stock buybacks are you get this with a lot of companies that participated in bailouts or government programs that they got this money to help their employees or to keep their business solvent and instead they went and bought back stock exactly that way they could get richer and screw everybody else yeah that's really what it's about that's why i guess what i'm saying is that does the one percent really do i mean it's going to collect a small amount of money for the government yeah it it needs to be higher yeah because it it, is it at all effective at doing what it's attempting to do which is to reduce the reduce it by nice Guess in the sense that if that's the if that's the policy you want, one percent is a foot in the door, right? And then yeah. it would be easier, it would be incrementally easier to, to change that. Well, well I, I, go ahead. Nick. You know, you, sorry. You look at it as, um, you know, when when you're doing a buyback, it, it's literally economics, right? So you're offering less supply, hoping to raise that demand because yeah. there's not as many things that are out there, and so again. The people that are holding, which is sure the select, you know, the one or two that you and I both own versus again, the CEO who owns two, two million of these freaking stocks right now. Okay. You're buying it back. Now, you've only doubled his stuff. And all you've done to mine is, you know, make me 10 bucks. Right. Right. Uh, and, and he's now a 4 million. Right. So that, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and you bring up taxes and everybody hates taxes. I get it. But Maybe if we actually put our taxes to good use, we could get oh, something God. out of our fucking taxes. Yeah. And we just don't do that. I mean, you know, you'll find people in other countries that don't like paying whatever they pay in taxes, but at least they're getting something out of it. What the fuck am I getting for it? My roads suck. <laughs> right. Yeah, My roads suck. Medical's out of fucking control. The infrastructure's you, not good. You know what are you getting? You're getting uh, you're getting a military that's uh, bigger than the next 23 countries combined. Mm-hmm. You're getting government officials to constantly stay in office and become lifetime people. Um, sorry, something just happened. So, all right, I'm glad I'm home. All right. All right. Well, you take care of what happened, and Jim and I will talk. Like my whole house just shook. So, did you have an earthquake? I figured out. It might have been. We're talking about. It might be more interesting. Yeah. Say. Send the camera on so we can see. Yeah. Let's see what's going on, Nick. Oh, it was my wife just slamming the door coming in the house. Apparently. So. Yeah. False alarm. False alarm. Are you okay? Did you fall? Oh sure. When I fell in the shower this morning, nothing. Yeah. Did you fall here? This morning? No, right now. Okay, the whole house just shook, so we were all scared. So, uh, Courtney fell in the shower this morning, and Dick did not give a shit. No, no, I passed the fuck out. I didn't care. She was good. So, anyways, as we were saying, yeah, yeah, my bad. We spend money on shit that doesn't need to have money spent on it. There we go. Oh yeah, I mean. And like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think that we, we go back to politics, right? And these politicians and the money they're making to do nothing that benefits us as the people, right? 
you're supposed to vote the person that represents you as the people and it's not being represented. Granted, you know, there's, there's people who make $300,000 that think they're the richest people in the world. And what is it now? It's 445,000 as a single income to be one of the top one percenters, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Your, your money's not good. Seven, I think it's like 775 as a cup combined couple. Um, and so it, it's just, Right. The one percent they're they're literally that's what they are. They're one percent. Right. So you have the masses in between there and everybody else is below that. Right. So start making that one percent a heck of a lot bigger. Right. Let's start calling it a 10 percenter. Let's start. You know, I mean, I want to be top of top of that. So we'll see. It it goes back to and I, I rail on the boomers all the fucking time. The boomers were handed a whole bunch of good shit. And now they don't want anybody else to have it as easy as what they have yep and it's selective memory for them they don't realize that it really wasn't that difficult for them to buy their first house or you know buy their first car find a a well-paying job yeah i mean we were just kind of talking about this right you go back to the generation so my wife's father um went to general motors institute in flint that's a co-op school that's a co-op school now right so you spend half your time and school and half your time working he made enough money on his co-op um job to not only pay for school but start a family get married and all the rest of that fast forward a generation to to wendy's um brother and i think he probably did okay i don't think he graduated with very much debt but it certainly wasn't enough for him to you know really live on and now people from our kids generation looking to go to school there same school really i've been doing the same kind of things they're told to expect even after so the co-op jobs down down to they're, they're saying between ten and seventeen dollars an hour, and you can expect to be two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt by the time. Yeah, which is crazy. I and mean, not, and the education they're getting is no different. Yeah, I I used to bowl I used to bowl on Thursday mornings, right? And it was the it was it was called the the GM league uh, because it was all these guys who used to work for GM, and I promise you, twenty five percent of these guys. Um, nice 25% of these guys were 50 years old when they retired right Mm -hmm. fully fully retired never worked again they I know the guy I bowled on the guy that bowled on my team sure granted he's single I get that but he retired at like 48 or 50 years old um hasn't worked since then has enough money to bowl six days a week buys bowling balls whenever he feels like it and and hire somebody to come clean his house right sure he's not driving a lamborghini but like you know he's got he's got a car that gets him back and forth i mean he lives a very basic life doing very basic things mm-hmm. and and you could never do that in in our society also with uh with what's going on you know back then you used to be able to you used to be able to not have to go to school and you'd move up in a company mm-hmm. right i worked for gentex for 10 years and would never and was told point blank you don't have a degree you're not moving up so well we have you know unions to thank for a lot of that and go out on my soapbox again um i think nafta was shit i think that really hurt manufacturing in the united states yeah, because, the second sound. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean it hurt manufacturing here because it gave companies here the incentive to not be here 
and find cheaper labor and be able to exploit that cheaper labor. And then shit just got worse here. And then they yeah. sold they sold people here on how awful unions were. Case in point, Mikey. When Steve sold Big Top to Hardings down in Plainwell, Hardings was unionized. Mm -hmm. Since they were taking on that business, they had to vote to unionize that business. And they convinced Mike not to do it because all they do is take money out of your check and you don't get anything for it. I can so, see Mike falling for that. And he fell for that. And they voted it down. And within two years, he got fired because he made... I'm going to think 18, 19 bucks an hour. They could hire somebody to do his job for 10. All because he wasn't in the union. Exactly. And he, could, he could probably still be working there right now and not killing himself at, you know, where we're at now. Yeah. Serve you success, uh, which a third party company, right? And third party companies, sure, they have it. They have a, a use as a company, but everybody knows that they're, they're literally just walking in saying, Hey, I can find really cheap labor. Let us do it. Yeah. You'll mm -hmm. have a little hiccups, but I can like, I worked for a third party company called Kenko logistics. Right. So these people in the warehouse were making $48 an hour making baby formula, right? They were moving it back and forth. They hired me back in the day for $12 an hour. The company technically got paid for me 17, just like a temp, right? They got paid $17 an hour for me as a person. They got paid, you know, and so you've cut it into a fourth and you don't have to pay me benefits and you don't have to do all this. I can cover the insurance aspect of it. Like, um, so they walk in and say, I can make you so much money. Um, oh, because I'm sure they're paying Meyer or Meyer's paying almost double what Mikey is getting sure. paid oh, yeah. for employee. But they're saving all that money on benefits. Yep. And we already and, know because we know him. He doesn't get time off. You know, his, right. his medical's not great. He works overtime and doesn't clock all of the hours he works because he's not allowed to. Yep. And those are things unions don't allow to happen. Well, and, and nor does the government, except for the problem is, is Mikey's a pushover, right? Yep. So yeah. he allows it to happen because he's a he's so poor and feared for his job where he won't he won't mark that right um and if it was me i'd be going straight to the, the, the labor board right absolutely this is what it is these are i'd write every goddamn minutes that i couldn't get right i'd be like hey they didn't pay me for all of this and they told me i'm not allowed to to write i have to punch out but I, my job still has to get done right Sure, fire me for lack of being able to do it, right? But you don't see these companies fired because he shows up every goddamn day and does a he really does. good job. You know, there's times where you can't keep up. So, you know, I the expectation versus what's there, you know, I my my favorite thing, I'm gonna kind of take that. You guys have seen the show, right? Undercover boss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I love the show, but also hate the show in in a sense, right? Because all right, you, you, you get the things like a small chicken company, right? Like where they, I wouldn't say KFC, but it's like a, you know, a, a mom and pops startup chicken thing. And there's a bunch of them around. And the guy that started it knows what the hell he's doing, right? And he actually understands and he kind of catches on. But then you get companies um, that, are, that are, you know, 
making ice cream and they have the guy doing whatever. And this guy couldn't work physically if he tried. He has no idea how this shit's actually done. And he's like, and you could tell, you know, I, I watched the guy get trained on a high-low and the guy got fired, right? Because he was too unsafe on a high-low. And the yeah. employee technically was like, hey, I'm going to let you go. And he goes, really off of that? And he goes, yep, I, we can't have that in this environment. And I was like, you got to be shitting me. Like you have a guy who can't do anything, is getting trained, gets told that he's not good enough to do it, but somehow is the CEO of this company. No, like when you walk a day in my shoes, then understand how much I should get paid because that guy's taking it more serious than anybody I know. Well, you know, it's the point. So we have an employee here that, you know, keeps having arguments over when are you going to go get a different job or a better paying job or more hours or whatever. And their answer is, yeah, I'm not really interested. I can't find a job that pays me per hour what I make right now. And everybody at my job does every job. My boss doesn't sit there and just dictate what to do. She gets up and cleans the room. She, you know, builds packages. She does everything we do. And I'll admit, I don't do everything they do. because I don't build packages. That, that's not my deal. Right. I'll go clean a room. I have no problem cleaning a room. Yeah, well, how much are you getting paid? Nothing. Exactly, right? Oh, okay. He's, again, I'm going to talk. When I work there, I'm not getting paid. You no, get you're paid not. by the fact that your wife owns the business and eventually yeah. going to benefit you yeah but i'm not getting paid right. you're working truly for free but i'm also not getting paid and i will say don said this to me yesterday i've offered to pay mike the fucker won't make my money <laughs> i'm saying it i'm just but that's how i basically if like i don't feel bad if i'm not gonna clean a room but right two or three others standing around that can clean a room so i'm like you're gonna be paid i'm not right Yep. I get to choose. And, you know, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I was deal dealing with this with my contractors, right? My, con you know, somebody was like, oh, you let your contractors do this. And how come you're not over there doing this? Hey, I know when I go over there, I just talk and say, yeah, this is what I want. And I take up time from them actually working. And number two, like, they're getting paid to do that, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping in the end I get paid. But I have to hope right. and pray, yeah. right? So, you know, don't give me crap that I, you know, I hired somebody to do an outlet change and I could do that in my sleep, right? Don't get me wrong. Today I went and, God, I worked so much today. It was crazy. Uh, I changed uh, water shutoff valves. I did a bunch of random stuff. But I'm sitting here going, okay, but I got paid to do that. I don't get paid to do it on my own property, right? <laughs> like right. I can choose whether I do that. And that's, that's the, the joys and the benefits. But um, well, again, I mean, yes, you're saying you don't get paid to do it on your own property. Given oh, the fact the, that you're coming. using your, what the money, you know, that you get in rent beyond what you pay in is your income. Yep. So. That's an indirect, uh, right? It's, it's not a direct wage. It's an indirect. Uh, yeah. Yep. No. You know, and uh, I'm thinking about giving myself uh, stock options, and uh, I'm consider, really you should consider doing a buyback too. I'm, I'm thinking about it, and what I'm really thinking about doing is uh, offering uh, paid vacations for all my employees, right? Um, and the best you should, employee, you should split your stock. I maybe I will. Um, so let me see. Um, I'm it thinking about increase you know, your yearly bonus by 300 percent. 
Oh, actually, I might do that. And uh, and best employee wins wins a full week's paid vacation. I'm really thinking that for him and his family. Um, and uh, say that's actually going to happen in October. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be the employee bonus right there. I think okay. drinks are on Nick. Yeah, <laughs> say no. They're already paid. Hey, Dick. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Cruz. Other than when we're in, in like what, Haiti or Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, all the drinks for that employer on me. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Mike's buying wow. at the swim up bar. <laughs> Jeez. You know, so we're, <clears throat> we were talking a little bit ago about, you know, this bill and yeah, it's great you're doing this, but it doesn't take effect. So one of the other things that kind of irritates me a little bit. So they're putting a $2,000 out-of-pocket max on drugs for Medicare. 2025. Yeah. What's wrong with 2023? 2022. Yeah. Well, 2022 is half over. Oh, no, yeah, no, I understand that. But you can certainly have the bill take effect at the beginning of the fiscal year, which would be in, it's actually more than half over. The fiscal year starts in October for the federal government. Yeah. It's it's everything is, you know, everything the government does is down the line. So Mm -hmm. if, it doesn't go as planned and it's somebody it, it becomes somebody else's problem exactly. if they're no longer in office yeah. at that time. Complain- you look at all the Trump tax cuts are on the middle class. They yeah. were all basically coming out of a fact once he was base if he didn't win his second term, they were right. coming out of a fact once he was out of office. Yeah. Yeah, but the the upper one percent keeps theirs. Yes. Because it's important because you know when you're worth you know, multi- multiple billions of dollars. You need to keep those that extra, you know, multiple billion of dollars. He needs that fifth yacht. These yeah. guys had to pay more in taxes. They have less money to spend on spaceship. Right. Very but, true. You know, and and I don't know. Like again, that go to me. We talked about that on the episode of the space thing. Like, I can't tell you what to spend your money on, right? But. um you know, so like what what these people are spending their their money on? Uh, granted, that created a crap ton of jobs. So like in my eyes, that was a good thing. Everybody else's eyes, it cost twenty three billion or million dollars or whatever it was, um, and they could have done so much twenty three billion or million. I don't remember. I mean, they're, I they're huge numbers, but like, right? Like the amount of people that went to school for, you know, uh, uh, space engineering or whatever. Space, um is now now they've given them an opportunity to, to live their their dream and their things like that and i even if they got paid lower but like you know i'd rather see somebody get paid a little bit lower to be able to do a job that they absolutely love versus getting paid you know a high amount to do a job they absolutely fucking hate how many people do you know like that? very very few right exactly usually business owners are the people um <laughs> uh, but like you, you don't find, and, and that's the thing, like, you don't find that, but, like, I, you know, I know there's jobs out there, right, um, and, and it happens to be a lot of the times when you are, when you enjoy your job, usually you're good at it, right, and when you're good at it, then you get paid what yeah. you're worth, right, so an example would be uh, a director, right, a director is technically self-employed, they could be employed by a, a movie company and then require a certain amount of money to do that, 
they're very, very good at it. They absolutely love doing it, and that's why, right? Um, so it used, you know, be, it used to be that way, though. The actors and the directors were owned by the studios. Yep. 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 And so I think well, it was SAG that basically allowed them to be independent contractors. Huh? Yep. Um, <laughs> say, uh, I, I just sorry, I went to the uh, South Park episode, <laughs> uh, the former Actors Guild. Uh, <laughs> but you know i i don't know i think when you look at when when you look at i want to get back to the inflation thing right yeah um we're talking about pricing going up and yes okay we know that you have to raise costs because as you said david people won't spend that kind of money right because if people are not willing to spend their money on things prices have to come down on things right um it, it, it's a it's a supply and demand aspect it's it's economic 101 right well, we I, saw it with gas prices yeah gas yep. prices were over five dollars people stopped driving now it dropped it wasn't nick and i because we're just gonna drive yep. right but it wasn't and i don't think again it was so much like we said it's not a lot of people weren't driving people weren't doing excess driving right. correct like you said, people weren't willing to come from up north or the other side of the state for the Whitecaps game. Yeah. Because it was going to cost, you know, like money. Or it, wasn't, it wasn't for them to go to work. It was for them to go have fun and so there was. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you have to look at that and say, hey, where do we, you know, but, but the other thing on the reverse side is we've already done the damage, right? And sure, did I support the aspect of the the Fourth of July bullshit that they tried pulling? Nobody buy gas for the fourth and the fifth or whatever the fuck it was. Yes, but again, it takes everybody to get behind it, and I'm not going to do it because I don't think everybody else is going to do it. Aspect, literally rec- record profits mm-hmm. for oil industry, record profits. Right, just we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars for these companies. Right, um, you know I. I stand behind certain things. So the oil spill that happened, gosh, years and years ago for BP, right? Uh, and I think it's just 2010. Don't quote me on a date. Yep. I have no idea. What's that? The Gulf oil spill you're talking about. Yep. The Gulf of Mexico. So I have not shopped at it. Have, I haven't gotten gas from a BP since then, right? I was just in Kalamazoo, and don't quote me on the exact prices. I know it was a 17-cent difference between me going to – one one gas station and me going to a BP and I actually paid 17 cents more just to make sure I won't do it because that's who I am as a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I feel. Granted, it doesn't affect anybody on a on a, any level. It makes me feel good as a person because I know I'm not supporting a company that absolutely sucked at fit. They killed millions of things in the environment for mm-hmm. the ocean. And and it just and they tried to basically play it off like it wasn't their fault. Right. Yeah, no, you bar down. No, you fucking built it. Oh my god, that's what pissed me off, right? <laughs> in place, you stupid fox. Like I was so angry, and I'm still angry about it. It gets me every time. Nice, Jim. Well, I think more. I think more than anything, I've. I don't think I've ever bought gas from a BP, but I there's like one I think I've jumped in to buy like a pop or something like that. But which the pop? I mean, the pop technically doesn't go to the oil company. Right. That no. goes to the, the the store owner, right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm fine with that aspect of things, yeah. but. 
Again, it's it's not if you told me you stop at BP and that's where you shop and you like their fuel and you like that's on you. I'm not mad. I'll share it and tell you how I feel and this is why I feel the way I feel. But I, I don't I don't really care because I know not everybody's going to support the same thing that I support, right? Nick, and Nick, you're you're a bad communist. <laughs> that's a factual statement, right? Um, <laughs> say, you're supposed you're you're supposed to make people believe exactly what you believe. You know, I I. I saw a Tifa. <laughs> you know, um, and so we are, but I, I, we also know that gas prices are coming down um, because of elections, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it always happens. Like November is going to become the election. Here we are, August, September, October, November. You know, I mean, we have three months. It always does this. And then, you know, give it within two, three weeks and gas prices are going to go back up quite a bit, right? And I then, they won't go up until after. I would think after the first of the year. You think so? I mean, I, I, probably, I just probably once the new Congress is installed, which is always on the first of the year. And, and but you, you know, and you always watch it around. You know, Labor Day Memorial Day. It'll go up. It'll go up around holidays just because consumption's going to go up. It's going to be that supply versus always, demand thing. And. You know what? And and the worst part is, is, okay, the older I got, I want to be very clear on how I say this. The older I got, the more I was willing to pay extra money around the holidays because I realized, and it was a hope and prayer. It wasn't what was happening, but it was the fact that they have to pay an employee to be there on the holiday. And I'm out here joyriding on a holiday. And I was hoping that they were just trying to make sure that they cover the cost to pay that person the time and a half. Right. And, and be okay with it. So I'm, I'm now fine with doing that because I'm supporting that person to make sure they have a job. And, you know, and it's weird because again, we all are, we're not Christians. I don't know what you guys are. You know, I I know what some of you are, but I I would say, right. Like I have now worked with multiple people who are Jehovah's witness, who are Muslim descent, who are Jewish. um, And they're willing to work holidays because it's just another day to them. And so to me, it's like, man, so, granted, you couldn't run a full facility because there's not enough, but I, I do find that religion is changing, right? I mean, you find a lot of churches that are that are going out because guess what? The older generation that's used to tithing 10% isn't happening anymore. So these churches aren't bringing in as much money and they're not doing the big thing. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we have a church for sale right here in Genesis, <laughs> excuse me, in Genesis, and I'm thinking about buying the building. Um, just to start the church of Nick, right? Where, uh, <laughs> say, God, think about how great that would be, right? Like, I will follow the church of Nick after Eddie is no longer with us. Otherwise, yeah. I'm still stick Which with hopefully is not for a long, long time. Yeah. For what? I'll, st- I'll stick with Hendyism until Hendy is yeah. truly, truly <laughs> a God in heaven. Yeah. No, and that's, you know, so I, I, to me, gosh, I I know we we're talking about inflation, but I want every church to be taxed yes. as a business, right? If you go buy anything in this world except well, in Michigan, it's funny because Michigan's laws are different than other states, but like here, if you buy non-prepared food, there's no tax. If you go to Chicago, even if you buy prepared food, right, it's taxed. So, um, you know, income tax isn't a thing in Florida. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about a law. I mean, or maybe not 
every like religious organization out there, but maybe once it gets beyond a certain size, like if you're dealing with like a startup of like 50 people, maybe no. not, but those mega churches with like thousands, they need to be back. Yeah, but you, you, you can't prove that there's thousands of people that are members. You could just prove that they're new guests every week, right? So mm -hmm. I I think like everything has to be done in this. Oh, yeah. Because that that's oh, we're we're so big, but we bring in so many new people. And yeah, they leave and they come and they, you know, um, you know, it everything on that side of things needs to be taxed, right? Um yeah. And, and I think it'll, and once you start taxing them, right, because churches are meant to be, and again, this isn't, this is to piss everybody off because that's who the fuck I am as a person, right? So take that money that you would tax all these churches at, put it towards Medicare, Medicaid, all those types of things, right? You want to help the people, help the fucking people and be forced to fucking do it, right? Yeah. Don't let anybody spend any money elsewhere, this is where this money's going for. You're officially having to reach out to the community standards, right? But you're right, Nick, about, I would think the, um, you know, boomers, and I would even think older Gen Xers are definitely of the minds that you know, when you're, you know, tithing, like you think 10% of your income, your church or whatever, it's kind of like, you know, I don't take, pretty much anything my dad says nowadays, I you know, only believe about 25% of it, but, you know, it is, you know, crazy hospital stay a couple of weeks ago. He said they're going off about, you know, because he's very involved in the Catholic Church, or well, wasn't until he started having these issues. Now, you know, he just is too off the wall to be able to do it, but he's literally like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, you know, and I don't know how he thinks if, if you're giving the the like space and like the building for free but then you're expecting them to like you know basically if donate 10 percent or 20 percent or 25 percent of their sales basically mm -hmm. is it really free basically like oh we're gonna we're gonna give it to them for free but we're gonna suggest they give us 25 percent of their sales mm -hmm. like first i don't know anybody who's i mean if you're going to use 25 percent of your sales to rent you know yeah, a that's room a pretty... in a church, you may as well yeah. use that same 25% of your sales to rent a room that's not associated with the church. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would giving, I didn't hear the first little part, sorry, when you're talking about sales, where did the sales aspect come from? But whatever right. business he's, they're talking about trying to bring in, it's, it's like little like people who do, you know, not necessarily just like the small scale you know, like X type stuff, but maybe, you know, people who might bring in, you oh, know. For a, sorry, for a, for a craft show or something like that. Yeah. Well, no, this would be okay. like giving them a space that they could use they as like an office it away from their yeah. home. Sure. And, and like to me, right, if, you, if I'm going to a mega church where you have 100,000 people and I can actually reach 100,000 people, Sure, that's worth a little bit of money, but that's called rent, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what right. I'm saying, right? Yeah. It, I mean, that's we're, not the Catholic Church. Kid. Well, right. Well, well, you know, where where if we go to my wife, hit maybe 500 people, and and I would agree. If you're, my, but it's like you can't call it. We're going to give it to them for free, but then expect them to pay, give us money as a donation. At that point, just call it rent. Right. You know, that's my, basically my, my, what it is. 
Oh, that's exactly it. I mean, right. You're going to, you're going to not allow me back if I don't give you what you want. So. Yeah. Um, it's like, you're almost like creating a tax shelter with it by saying, mm -hmm. well, this is just a donation that we give them a space to work. I mean, that's just like that kind of thing where the churches are kind of, they, they do, they use these other ways to be like, Oh, I could, don't I could give this space for free and people could donate money to us as a church and get it it's a tax write off for them. We don't pay taxes, everybody's getting around the loophole. Yeah. Well again, with churches fifty years ago, they may have not told their parishioners how to vote, but they openly do it now. Absolutely. And if you're openly doing it, you should get fucking taxed. I stopped oh, going to Catholic Church probably the fourth time I heard them do the pro-life prayer and i'm like nope can't do it i don't agree with that it's you know but there's one more provision to this uh, bill that i want to talk about uh and that's this uh, idea that they're going to fund i think they're saying something like 300 billion dollars in additional tax revenue by spending 80 billion to increase uh, enforcement for the IRS. And that's kind of the other major thing that's going on. I just want to get everyone's thoughts on what they think about that. Like is that gonna work? Is I'm, I'm sorry. I just I had I had my fifth scam call like in a row. Oh. Um, what do you Maybe want? You the, the question was the other sort of the other provision of this bill that we haven't talked about because I, I have to draw this on this interested in everyone's thoughts on this, is um, they're going to spend about $80 billion um, fund enforcement at the IRS. Uh, and they're saying that that's going to uh, result in about $300 billion in additional revenue. And I just wonder what people think about that. Um, how and, and the sort of implied promise is that they're going to go after rich people who aren't paying their taxes, right, or sheltering it and, and, um, and doing things that are, you know, that, where the IRS can actually if they if they have better enforcement, they can get these folks. And I, I just didn't think it seems unrealistic that that's who they're targeting. Um, that they're going to get three hundred, you know, they're going to get three hundred billion dollars because these folks are pretty good at offshoring their money and things like that. I think it's well, extremely that unrealistic. I think the people they're going to get are people like my mother, where, who they send a bill to because supposedly it was wrong, and I then spend six months fighting with her, going, "No, you're not going to pay it. You're going to sit there and argue it." and argue it and argue it and then at some point they're going to go oh yeah you're right yeah. because yeah, they get 70 percent of the people are like fuck it i'll just pay this two grand yeah that's i mean right that's exactly as people like just the other day i had a mortgage payment due apparently my escrow something's fucked up with it right now i just, i made an 1100 payment on something that's normally 700 i was like i don't give a shit i'll deal with it later today's the ninth i haven't dealt with it in nine fucking days okay um because granted, supposedly it's supposed to go towards this, so it's, it's still towards that. Now, the thing is, is what you're saying is it's going to fuck me, yes. right? It's not going to fuck Donald Trump, right? Exactly. Because guess what? He's got enough money to sit here and go, yeah, I'll fucking just, you know, just like the David, right? He's like, yeah, we'll fight it. We'll fight it. We'll do this. And David's doing it for free, where me, I'm going to get screwed. And they're going to be like, hey, you didn't do this. And, you know, I, it's going to be the person who's lazy who didn't keep track of that receipt from B-dubs that I claimed $43 and they're going to go, you spent 43 bucks at B-dubs. Hell yes, I did. Right. Normally my tab 70 bucks, but yeah. I just say, <laughs> you know, like, 
And, and so it's going to be that that middle to low, like the yep. middle to low, right? And that's the guy that's going to get hit so much more because, oh, wait, you, you did this. Oh, you're claiming this is a company vehicle, but we see that you went up to the UP. Do you have proof that you yeah. did this? And, okay, even if, even at the end of it, and I'm right, you've wasted so much more money than what you would going after the other people, right? Exactly. And, you know, we go back to the Gentex thing, right? Gentex gets a tax credit from the government, the city, right? They pay less in their property taxes for the hundreds of acres that they fucking own and businesses that they have than I do on an eight unit sitting in Wyoming. Yep. They pay less than I do on an eight unit. Like, that's the shit that pay- Yeah, but they're... They're giving so many more jobs. Well, on a scale, no, right? Like, right. I hire plumbers, electricians, carpenters, this, that. Yeah. Like, they're not my employees. They're 1099s. My 1099 people are paying taxes. Sure. I'm doing this. And now you want me to – now you want me to give everybody a 1099? You want me to do this? Like, sure, I pay cash for a lot of things. I don't charge, right? Like, I'm not going to say what you made. Like, I'm going to write a bill and say, this is the grand total. This is what I spent. Who did you, who did you do it to? Everybody and their brother. I don't (laughs) care. Right. Like, and I'm going to make this list so fucking long where it's going to go. All right. And the problem is I have to get everybody on board for it. And that's where it's going to fall short. Right. So, Hey, I did this. I sent to my GC, my GC did 200 people, right. John Smith laid this piece of flooring Alan Smith played this. His brother Tommy Smith played this piece. Stephen Smith played this piece. Well, did they all get paid? That's not my problem. I paid the one guy. He paid the rest of them, right? And you can't tell me how many people just came in here. And I have, what do I have? I have uh, 1,400 square feet of flooring, right? So let's just say 14, let's just say each piece is one square foot. Um, I'll tell you, I had 1,400 people come through and lay one piece of fucking flooring, okay? (laughs) Because I'm a vindictive asshole like that, right? But the government's going to come after a person like me. They're not going to come after a Trump who literally has been doing this stuff forever, right? He's been proven, and I'm not picking on Trump. That's just the person I know that's in real estate aspect. He's been known to fly illegals in, do a job, fly them back home, and pay them cash, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's proven. He... There's so many people that have come out and said, hey, they or not even pay them. Yeah. Or not pay them, right? I'll deport you, right? Right. Like that's the other problem, right? So I'll say goodbye to Jim. Thank you for joining us, Thanks for being here. Before you go, Jim, I want to hear your side. I'll have a gift for you next time I come up. It'll be some non-alcoholic IPAs from the mix that I bought from Untitled Arts. Oh, that was awesome. I appreciate it. Nick wants your take before you run off. I take yeah, sorry, real quick. On the question you just had. Oh, no, I, I, I thought it was assumed that, yeah, it's going to end up falling. I, I right. like what you said. It's going to end up falling on the middle class to poor people because they need to extract $300 billion in revenue. It's not coming from Elon Musk and those. Absolutely. Right. They'll spend $80 yes, billion yeah. to get this enforcement and they'll make $10 billion. They'll enforce the wrong people. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, and, and I, you know, so I, I, I'm glad you agree because, you know, I'll, I'll run on with it. Okay, so the person that can afford an attorney to fight it, and even if they settle for a quarter, they've still made three quarters, right? Exactly. And so now, okay, yes, I put this accountant into place. Oh, we're going to reprimand that accountant. That accountant's lost their, their license. Okay, 
So let's say an accountant makes for I don't know what Trump's accountant makes, right? Let's just assume he's straight for Trump, okay? Guy's worth what? 660 million? Mm-hmm. So he's going to work for 40 years. So that's 40 million bucks. If Trump pays the accountant to take his license and never practice again, hey man, I'll buy your license for 40 million bucks. You're yeah. fucking you're you're good, right? So that's the whole thing. I can't do that. I can't right. go to my accountant exactly. and go, hey, I know I pay you 600 bucks a year. Let me just pay you, <laughs> you know, yeah. 60,000 and we'll call, I'm so sorry right. that you screwed up, right? Yeah. It's just, you're going you're gonna to see so many people not wanting to get into this field. Yeah, that's happening in a lot of other fields too for the same reason. But anyway, thanks again, gentlemen. Appreciate it. We'll sorry. talk to you yeah. again. Take care. Good luck with sorry in the, uh, in the studio. Where so, are you at, Nick? Next I'm, house. I'm at my house in my back area. Um, and you actually have like good, actually have good reception. Um, it, it seems to be going good. Well, I, I'm not doing it off of. I'm not doing it on my computer. I'm doing it on my phone. So I'm hoping okay. you guys can hear me. I set it up a little bit so my speakers off the ground a little bit. Um, and I'm I'm sitting in my. So I have a cou- or I have a little chair here, and uh, it's a comfy ass chair. It looks like um, a comfy chair. I uh, I come here. Twice a year now. Uh, I barely sit in this thing. I just moved. Do you guys know what this is? Oh, jeez. Is that internet? Yeah. Oh, no, that's oh I think isn't that like a little, like the old style, like thing that you'd like plug all the different stereo components into or whatever? Oh, that's a DVD player. Oh, DVD player, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just like that's how big it is, right? The new the new ones are this. So I had to move this off of my chair. Um, no, I didn't have glasses on. I couldn't see. No, you're fine. I'm not, all I'm saying is, so like, right? I mean, here here here's here's the stuff I own, right? A five disc CD changer. That that's what gives me the the Tigers game when David comes over and swims, and we listen to the Tigers game or the uh, Cubbies game. So, so we do have just a comment music. on Twitch. Yeah. People who don't pay taxes will find other ways to not pay taxes. And that, that is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we, we can't keep making it easy on them to not pay taxes. Yeah. You know, people ask me, and here's the truth, right? People ask me why I have a W-2. It's because I don't want to get into the point of my, I'd rather work 365 days a year to lower my tax at the end of the year than sit here and budget how much taxes I'm going to have to pay because how busy my life is on a constant, like, sure, I could just take 30% and you know what, like, all right, let's say I do $300,000 in flips and I'm going to pay 30% of that. That's, you know, $30,000. Well, at the end of the year, it could be 27,000. It could be 33,000. I don't want to get hit with a surprise. So I really just kind of offset it with a W-2. And and to me, it's just, I don't know, I you get used to something and you don't want to pay shit tons in taxes. I'd rather, I'd rather work and take a higher tax cut, right? Right. I mean, that's just me. Well, see, so, two, two of the biggest ways they want to start stimulating this economy, and we've talked about this many, many times, lower student debt and lower medical debt. If we could get those two things under control... We could stimulate this economy. So one thing. All right. So I, I'm naive, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay to be. 
Uh, I've learned this through, through being old. Um, if I get hurt in a different country, I've heard of countries just covering the medical bill, the ones that normally have their thing. Um, you know, we do, you, you can't say it's not true. We do have an issue with illegals coming here and then they get hurt while they're working or they get hurt and they do stuff and they're not held responsible for their medical debt, right? Because we do charge here in America, right? And to me, there's no way to go to, uh, am I right in saying Switzerland doesn't have, like, or let's say Canada, right? There's no medical. So if I go to Canada and I get in a big car crash and I end up in a Canada hospital, I'm not going to end up with a bill here, you know, because Canada is going to cover it. Right. I can't repay. I can't repay Canada, right? Um, in theory, I can go pump gas because I live in Michigan. I can I can stop and do that. But like, I, you have to know going into that country that this is what their stipulations are. And so, but we're eating so much cost of these types of things. And people that are illegally coming over here, they're having kids. They're and the kids are born here, so they're legal. But the birth is actually written off because you can't put it on the kid. Because they're not legally responsible. It's the, the illegal that's here that has the kid. And that's why people do it in a sense. So I don't know what that grand total is. I don't care to, to do the math, but I'd like to see the numbers eventually and say, hey, how much debt are we actually racking up because of this? Can we offset some things? And other people are going to say, oh, I don't want to pay for that person. You're a, you're a selfish, heartless son of a bitch, right? Well, the I problem is we're to- already paying for those people. Yeah, but look how much debt we're in. We're in trillion dollars in debt. And why? Elon Musk, or sorry, excuse me. Jeff Bezos, who you guys hate, right? Can't pay that fucking debt. The richest person can't pay that debt. But why are we? A combination of the richest people can't pay that debt. Right? So. But again, why we are we in debt? Because we literally offer jobs to everybody and overpay. We, so we overpromise and under underperform. That's what we do as America. Overpromise, underperform. Me as a business owner, I overperform and underpromise, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna get this job done. Here, you know, let's say, let's say today, right? Today I went and did I on the first on the first place, right? I fixed a a, a kitchen or a, a sink faucet, a towel handlebar a door lock, a light, and two um, water faucets on offs, right? Normally, a person would say, hey, I can get that done in six minutes. And I say, hey, it's going to take me a few hours. I have to run back and forth, do this and that. And granted, I got it right the first time, and so I did everything right. (laughs) But, you know... As America, we, we, hey, you know what? Let's hire this new person to do this job. And they don't do the job, but they still get paid for it, right? I mean, David, you and I, let's, let's talk about a person that we might both know, right? Who might be in a financial spot to where their give a fuck is not where it's at. Do you understand mm-hmm. where I'm going with this? Keep talking. So that person, in theory, should be fired for underperforming, correct? Correct. Still has a job, correct? Probably. 
right? So they're underperforming and still getting paid. That's America, right? To an extent, I mean, yeah. You you know the person I'm talking about, and they're underperforming. They're like they they're not doing what they intended to do. They're just like, hey, I don't give two shits anymore. The company's just too wrapped up and not giving a shit to care, right? Well, and see, so part of the problem with this is if we actually were fiscally responsible, okay? And oh, I, I can just look at at the presidencies we've had since 1980. So Reagan, massive deficit. Bush, the first Bush, massive deficits. Clinton, no deficits. Bush two, deficits. Obama cleaned that up. Trump, deficits. And, right, like, I, it's funny because, you know what, like, Clinton has a bad name because the only thing people of my generation. It's exactly right. Yeah, he's he's a sexual assaulter. Yeah. And, and who knows, right, granted, he was proven guilty. So in theory, yes, right. But like, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm at this point of. Why, why am I sitting here listening to people who tell me, hey, the dream, is, the dream is out there. You just have to go do it. But the, the Democratic people that I know are doing it debt-free, right? I mean, as much as you and I hate Ramsey, mm-hmm. um, that debt-free thing and you're still being successful, I mean – we all know it's a statistic that says it takes two generations to have a Rockefeller wealth. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's if both generations hustle their ass off. So a Rockefeller wealth is, will never in theory go away. Sure. You can give the, the stupid mm-hmm. 17, you know, you could have a trust fund kid for however long, but it'll mm-hmm. never go away because they're not giving them enough. Right this wealth because the next ones will be smart enough to do it so i i have three twitch comments i want to get to yeah please do one medical bills for illegals didn't rack up 30 trillion sometimes a body to fill the spot is better than nobody and didn't clinton have a 10-year plan to get rid of the national debt i know when clinton was in office they turned off the debt calculator that they started under reagan because it didn't keep going up so they didn't feel like they needed to keep running the debt calculator. And then when Bush got in there, they turned it back on. But Bush's excuses, Bush's excuses is fucking 9-11. Which is still bullshit. Again, why, right? Like, I, I love my country. I will stand for my country. I will be any part of my country. And people are going to be like, oh, you're a fat ass. You won't get out there and do anything. Like, I understand that that's what you're saying. But I love, I love what every person is doing to serve my to serve my country, right? Because they're allowing me to do the things I get to do. But yes, Clinton is the only thing I know that didn't just go ape shit on the fucking debt. Well, see, and this Granted, is the thing. thing that my problem is, is Biden. Biden's fucking it up like crazy right now. But is he? Yes. Look at the numbers. We we don't honestly know. Not yet. But when you put the math together and see, granted, 
problem, part of it is Trump's aspect. It's the fact that Biden re rewrote and supported. And that comes from a greedy aspect of things because, right, a county here in Michigan just got $330 million extra dollars for COVID emergency relief. And it's been going for two and a half, three years now. Like, how much fucking money can you keep? $30 million just in one county, right? So there's billions that have gone all over the USA. I mean, billions. Like, I, money my brain can't fucking fathom. I can fathom the $1,200 that you paid me. I can't fathom the fucking billions of others, right? Like, stupid money. And, you know, I, I do. I blame... I blame what's in office now for that because they had the opportunity to stop it. And I would have put it all on fucking Trump. Would it have done any, anything? No, nothing. It wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have hurt. It wouldn't, you could put the blame on the past presidents for everything. The problem. And sure. I like, there's only eight years to get your shit together. And that's one thing I tell you about Trump. Absolutely love the fact that he sat there and just said, fuck you. We impeach. He was impeached. What? Two or three times. Nice. Right. So fuck you, figure it out. All I know is this is going into place. Fuck you, figure it out. The guy had some cojones, right? And the people let him stay. Well, sure. Here, here's the problem. It's not the four or eight years you have a president. It's the 60 years you have these assholes in Congress. Oh, or the man, lifetime that you enough. have these assholes behind a bench. Those oh, are the God, things those... that are massively fucking us over at this point. Because... Yep. They, Biden can't fix anything because you have to have 60 senators that'll say, yeah, we're going to vote for that because 61, 60, 60, 40. Oh yeah. Unless they suspend the filibuster and then you only need 50 because right. Harris will break the tie, which is what happened with this bill. The one side, and, and again, I don't want to be a Democrat, but I don't have a fucking choice right now. So Republicans sit there and go, oh, I'm just going to obstruct because I don't want to do anything that makes Biden look good because fuck that. It can only look good for us. And the other side goes, you know, maybe we should do something to help these people that are fucking struggling. And nobody will come together. So the only option at this point is you got to vote in some more Democrats in November to see if they actually do fucking change something for the next two years. If they don't, yep. then they're worthless and get rid of them too. But we need term limits. We need ranked voting. We need to get rid of the electoral college. And I mean, I can get on my soapbox all day about this shit, but we're not going to do any of it because it doesn't make them money and they're happy making their money. And and that's what, like, as much as you guys keep saying the fact of, like, you know, you said Don, Don said this, like, um, she she respects the fact that I gave her an opinion because of it would fuck my business. The other aspect of Trump, right, his biggest stance that I remember was the fact that he wants to get rid of term limits because that's a fucking huge thing. Like term limit, or sorry, you know, he needs to set term limits for the people that there shouldn't be lifers in this goddamn world. Like, all right, you and I both hate Mitch McConnell. Yep. We both hate Nancy Pelosi. Yep. Right. Like get rid of both of them and get rid of people, make it a constant. Okay. Sure. If you can the, the problem with Trump is he can say that shit all he wants, but he didn't do a goddamn thing about it. Nothing. Not a goddamn it's, thing. It's like his fucking health plan. We'll see it in two weeks. It's going to be great. It'll be the greatest thing ever. You'll see it in two weeks. Two weeks never came for four fucking years. He still doesn't have a goddamn plan. 
Right. And, and so, all right. So here's the thing. I'm going to walk you through kind of my presidency. Okay. From what I remember. Okay. Clinton, how long was he in office? He was in office for eight years. Thank you. Bush. Eight. Eight. Obama. Eight. Eight. Right. Those are three in order. Right. Then comes Trump. Mm Yeah. How long was that? Four. Now, and then we're going to see what comes of this. When's the last time you remember anybody being in office for only four years? Bush. George Bush. George H.W. Bush. Exactly. Before that, right. Jimmy Carter. And before that, Jimmy Carter. And before that, Nixon did not serve a full eight because he was impeached. Yeah. So. Which means Ford right. didn't either. Johnson, well, I don't. No, Johnson would have been able to run a guy. He just he just got to for the one term. Like when you suck that much and people are that pissed off with you, right? Like honestly, if he would have, and I, it sucks to say as a human, but if Trump would have fucking made it so there's term limits, I would have fucking voted for this asshole. I don't care what he came up with. The fact is, you made this happen. I would let your next four years run out just so we can get everybody else out of office. We can run the next two years, make it happen. And I'm going to see what happens because I don't want the next asshole. I don't want, even if it was Biden that came and was like, yep, I'm getting rid of that. I would have been so pissed, right? Because I want to see what happens. And the annoying thing is, and and the electoral college. But did did Trump want to get rid of, he didn't want term limits. He wanted to get rid of term limits. Correct. Like, he literally wanted to be president until he died. No, 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 no. He wanted, he hated the fact that Nancy no. Pelosi could be there for her life. Not, not really. I would have to look that up. I, well, it, I know it was his, his people that follow him wanted to get rid of, because they wanted him basically to be president until he died. Wouldn't that just never do? Well, I mean, the thing is, if he puts term limits in, he's got to, it's not just going to be Nancy Pelosi who's being gotten rid of. I mean, Mitch McConnell's going to be gotten rid of, you know. We're hoping everybody, right? Like, yeah. and is David, you and I, you and I both agree that we love Booker. Yeah. I think Booker literally, but the problem is I wouldn't want him there forever, right? But I like where he is. I like his medium. Like, he's a middle ground kind of guy for, for who I am, right? He okay. seems like a guy I could go out and drink a beer with, right? And we would have an educated conversation. He'd go, you know what, Nick? You're wrong. Nick, you're right. Yep, this is what it is, right? And I think that's huge. Cory Booker is a guy who I can respect. Most so, other politicians never could do it. I'm going to jump in here. Nick is right. Trump did call for term limits. Okay. Yep. Six years for the House, 12 years for senators. But he also tried to negotiate a third term for himself before he even got a second term. (laughs) So, as usual with this fuckhead, he wants everybody else to have term limits, but he just wants to be president for the rest of his fucking life. I want to go back to Clinton for a minute here, since, you know, you don't really remember much of Clinton because you were born during Bush. In your lifetime, Nick, there's only been one Republican president in one election cycle that has ever won the popular vote. That was Bush against Kerry. Didn't didn't uh, Clinton no? They say Biden won popular. 
I'm saying there's only Republican. been one Republican candidate. Since you oh, have Republican. been alive. Sorry, Republican, yeah. Yeah, since you have been alive that has won the popular vote. That was Bush the second time. They lost the first time. Yeah. W, right? Yeah. Trump Which, lost it both times. Yeah. Because that was only be Kerry. But back to the Clinton thing for a minute here. John John Kerry? Yeah. Yeah, he beat John Kerry in the popular vote. Right. And and so and he lost to Gore in the popular vote. Oh but, my god. I Go back on. to back to Clinton for a minute here. See, these are the things that that especially in the times we live in now get men in trouble. But I'm going to say it. Bill Clinton was a great president and a horrible fucking human being. His policies did a lot of good. I, you know, he he lowered the deficit. He was able to balance the fiscal budget so that we weren't going over every year. There were a lot of things that were passed that were very helpful for the United States. But as a person, he was a horrible fucking person. I mean, he he was accused of sexually assaulting women many, many times. He used the presidency to prey on young, innocent women that didn't know any fucking better. And I don't give a shit if they're adults or not. They don't fucking... A 22-year-old is going to have a really hard time saying no to the President of the United States for literally anything they ask, whether it's a blowjob or not. Dude, you ask me, right? Like, hey, I, I don't know how much money she made. The fact is, is again, it goes back... She was back, an intern. She didn't make shit. Exactly. It goes back to the, hey, you want to make it up in this world? Here's where you go, sweetheart, right? And, and you know what? Like, I think Hillary, given the opportunity to leave him would have had better chances so that way she set the precedence, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, she would have said, hey, look, we don't stand for this. This is what women's rights are. We wouldn't be in the same spot today. Hillary would have won had yep. she left him. And I yep. like the like, you and I both agree. Clinton, because, like, I looked back because I was, and Clinton did great things, and Hillary stands behind these, and the problem is, is Hillary's like, hey, look, I love 98% of my husband, it's the 2% douchebag that I fucking hate, but I have to agree with everything that he does in life, except for, you know, women, like other women. Because I don't want to forget this, and my memory's not as good as it used to be. I have two baseball things I want to talk about before we get off of this episode. Yeah. So, don't let me forget that. Two baseball um, things. You want me to do it now? I mean, you might as well. Alright. So, we'll take this break from our political conversation and move into baseball now on Bucks and Birds. So did you hear about Pete Rose over the weekend? No, but I'm hoping it's good news. Well, you can hope in one hand and do something in the other and see what you Well, I just, I just shit myself, okay? So. so the Phillies were having a reunion of their world championship team, I want to say 1980. Tell me they didn't invite him. They invited him. All right. And put a fucking microphone in front of his face. And a female reporter asked him something in regards to a 14-year-old that he raped, which I had never heard about. Oh. Me, me neither. It seems he settled some case. He's on a deposition where he admits that he raped a 14-year-old, but he thought she was 16. 
Okay. Thought you were 16. That doesn't make it better. No. Still, still prior to the age of consent. But his answer to the female reporter that asked him the question was something to the effect that we're not going to talk about that because or oh, something geez. to that effect. So basically sexually harassing the woman. Yeah. So he's just a fucking douchebag. And at this point, even no though reason for him not to be anymore at this well, point. At this point, like no. get, it's not like they're going to let him into the Hall of Fame all of a sudden. No, and then, then he said something stupid like, oh, do you want me to apologize? All right, I'm sorry on a thousand baseballs for you. Just an asshole. But well, which, like, which is sad because mm -hmm. Pete should be in the Hall of Fame. Or oh, should, sure. Now you're changing my mind, which pisses me off because. Yeah, because. I, I was I felt the same way you did. He's one of the greatest hitters of all time. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Now I'm like, fuck that guy. He doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Hundred percent, right? Like, and again, just, it goes back to the Clinton thing. Clinton was a good president, shitty person. Pete Rose was a good hitter, shitty person. Yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> right, like, you know, and, and I don't know. Like that, that, that sucks. All right, what's the second baseball thing? Um, this one's a much better one. And I have to, I have to look it up because I only remember three of these. Barry Bonds was one of the greatest players, won more MVPs. <clears throat> Literally did the same thing everybody else was doing during during the PED thing, and other PEDs got in the Hall of Fame, but Barry Bonds didn't because yeah, he's that, literally... it's ridiculous that Ortiz got in and Barry Bonds isn't. I hate what the fact that Bonds did. Blows my mind. I, I hate that he did steroids but if what's his ass is in if ortiz is in bond should be in right so tell me how green gets in right who was the sickest pitcher you and i have seen in decades right one of the greatest fucking sliders you and i have ever seen in our life right yep. and all of a sudden yep this guy can't get in because uh, you know what granted barry bonds was nothing for a long time the great, you and I both know that everybody tuned in to watch Sammy Sosa and mm -hmm. fucking McGuire hit fucking dingers and go back to back and figure out which game. I watched I went to 10 fucking games that year. Last quarter of the fucking season to see who's winning this. My grandparents and I had more bonding time watching both of those two in different games, and we spent nights and hours and days. Oh, did he hit one? Did he do that? Oh, my God, yes. Like, oh. Right? Like, that was the greatest moments of our lives. I think I remember all five of these. Steroids? I don't care. There are five father-son combinations that have hit 30 or more home runs in a season. Name them. Griffey's. Ken Griffey? No. Yep. no. Really? Senior never hit 30 home runs in a year. Prince um, Field. Hang on. Hang on. One at a time. Okay. Nick? The two, the Bonses. The Bonses are correct. Barry and Bobby. Nick? Fielders? Fielders are right. Prince and yep. Cecil. Um, a lose. You know, I thought that would be the tough one. But absolutely correct. Felipe yep. and Moises. Yep. Um... There's one more really hard one on this. We said we have had two more to do. You have two more father-son combinations. Um, I will give I will give you one hint. 
Hank both sons Aaron. are currently ball players. What's that? Both sons are currently ball players. Oh, Guerrero. Vlad oh, and Vlad Jr. Yep. Um, and Hank Aaron and his boy. Right. <clears throat> um, oh, God. Uh, yeah, Guerrero's. Um, so got, had a dad who I'm trying to think of like good hitters. Cabrera doesn't have a kid that's playing. I'll tell you, it was not Sean Dunstan, Sean Dunstan Jr. Oh, geez. Um, uh, Joey Bono doesn't have it. Um, Let me know when you give up. Cameron Maven, nope. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of who. Chipper Jones doesn't Is have a, a boy. Odo? Who am I? Odo? No. Okay. I thought there was a Soto from like 20 years ago, too. There probably is, but I don't think Juan Soto has okay. it yet. Um, okay. Well, no, I was talking about his dad. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Who? Lance and Larry. Nope. Fuck. Uh, oh, Parrish. I mean, I'll give you another hint. Mike hit on somebody that plays on the team with one of the people that he said. What's that? One of the people you said plays on the team of the person that did this. One of the people I said. Yeah. I don't remember who I said Soto and I said. I could give you a million guesses. I don't think you're one of you ever. All right. Who you got, David? Fernando Tatis and Fernando Tatis Jr. No, um, never got it. Never. The I only thing I could have told you that the Alouz would have been a hard one, uh, the hard one to get. They were hard. But. I, the only thing I remember about Tati Sr. was the two grand slams in an inning. And I know in like 99, he had a really good year with the Cardinals. I didn't know he had 30 home runs. I just wondered, again, I'm just wondering how you thought. I mean, for me, like, I lose for like, I knew the entire of, family. Like, Maddie might have had 30 home runs, too. Yeah, but there were, there were other people I, I would have thought of way before the lose. Like, I would have thought the Alomars. Oh, yeah. Or maybe oh, the yeah. Boons. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Boons. I was, that's, yeah, that was one of That's actually of. one I was trying to think of was, yeah, Brett and Aaron Boone. Brett and Aaron, yeah. A, like, I knew that, I knew that the Bears weren't, because Dale Barra never had a lot of home runs and didn't play very long. But, yeah, I thought that was a great trivia question. I heard that, and I'm like, I got to bring this up on on air. One of, one of my favorite is uh, the, the hockey question, right? So, the... Uh, what two brothers have the the most goals in the NHL? At least don't tell me it's Burries. Burries. Nope. Good. I don't want to think about this it's one's by, wife. It's it's Wayne and his brother Brent. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, but at that point, it's just all Brent. All his brother really has to do is have like a couple hundred, and he's gonna. Nope. Nope. Uh, Wayne Wayne has the most, and then Brett scored four. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, and he still has the. He scored four. Yeah, I say. Um, but no, like I, I, I look at, I look at this inflation. I wish Jim was still here. Sorry that he had to leave, but right because there's so much to do with. And I like the fact that Jim, Jim has changed sides because I can't say I have. Right? It's funny because all right, here, here, here's here's what's happening. Is Courtney and I, we are not the same, okay? And Courtney will go, oh, man, it felt dirty for me to, re- to vote Republican in this last election. I was like, fuck, I vote Republican more than most people think. But I vote for the Republican that's so more towards the center because I want this center thing, right? Because you can have your cake and eat it, too. You just got to have the right fucking people. You got to not have a Brett Kavanaugh in fucking office, like, right? Like, you got you, you can't have Mitch McConnell. You can't have fucking Mitch McConnell. God damn it. You can't like you can't have a uh, Dallas guy. Um Ted Cruz. Tech- Raphael. Raphael right, Cruz. But, oh Jesus Christ. Like you you can't have these people that are so against anything because they don't want the other person to win. Look, if you were like me in life, you want everyone to win and be successful but they're not and the problem the problem we have here is we've taken politics and turned it into fucking pro football 100 percent, right and they're just rooting for their side and it doesn't matter what happens to the other side i'm a bears fan when the bears play the lions nick and i don't talk he doesn't want to hear me bitch about how his lions suck and i don't want to hear him bitch about how my bears suck Yep. When whatever team wins or more on than Sunday, anything, you don't want to hear each other bitch about how much your own team sucks. What that too? Um, well, no, we actually usually do text each other during the negatives. Like I can't yeah, believe we dropped that pass. We never come back, you know, a day or two later and go, "Hey, your team sucks because my team won." We don't do that shit because, nope. I mean, at the end of the day, we didn't do anything but watch them suck. Didn't have a goddamn thing to do with me. I didn't drop one pass. Yep. I've never lost a game for the Chicago Bears. I've right, like I've never, never thrown you a You always lose games for the Chicago Bears. Maybe, but I don't know about it. Right? Let's say, you know, I mean, uh, I've never traded away fucking golden take for nothing. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I mean at yeah. the end of the day, we have we have a decision we can make on who the fuck is representing us, and unfortunately. We make a lot of bad fucking decisions, and you know the memes go around all the time. That you know, I'm going to get the numbers wrong. Eighty-seven million people voted for Biden, and seventy-eight million people voted for Trump, and one hundred and fifty million people didn't vote. And that's the you know fucking what? problem we have. I, I give I give your friend, or so the person we've had on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty, Betty's pages. Yes. Did you see her? Her. Uh, TikTok about uh, Georgetown Township. I did. Right, I'm so fucking proud of her, and I haven't I haven't texted her or Facebooked her. Right, she called out the seven thousand people that didn't vote. Yeah, and here here here's the funny thing, right? Here's the funny thing. One thing I will tell you is I actually voted against the fucking expansion of my my library in the first place. Okay. 
And I'm the first to admit that, right? Because my library did what it was supposed to do. It was fine. It ran okay, right? Now they want to extend it. And I didn't, I'm not going to tell you how I voted. Granted, I, but the fact is, is she called out the 7,000 and said, I hope it's worth it, right? And she goes, I hope it's worth it to know that you're fucking lost your funding for it, right? Because one book, one goddamn book that's out there, right? These Republicans, what's the number one things that you hear from these people? They want to burn books. Freedom of fucking speech, baby. I can oh. tell you to go fuck yourself in any day. Yeah, but the problem is they only want freedom of their own speech. They only want freedom of their own religion. They only want freedom to push their views on people. Yep. I can't sit here. So right, I can't sit here and look at you and go, hey, oh, you're gay, right? Because I'll get socked in the face. Granted, I'll do it because I'm a fucking big-ass dude and taking punches before. But, like, right, you, one book that they didn't want to pull off the shelves, and you're going to sit here and cut my funding because I'm not going to pull it. Like, And they pulled it, but the fact is, is right. I walk in and I've asked so much. I'm not the richest person here in Georgetown. I'm not the richest person in Jenison. I'm not the richest person in Ottawa County. But I have asked so many times, what can I do that will help to make sure that this happens? Right? Because I want anybody and everybody to understand that they have full rights to learn anything they want. Right? And my library is beautiful. It, I I went not too long ago, and it's been built for three years. I finally walked inside, and I was like, wow, there's meeting spaces. There's this. There's so much I didn't know about, okay? They have books on CD. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how uninvolved I am with the library because it's just a thing. But the fact is, is I will always support it for the kids. And I will always, granted, you know this about me. I'm sitting here on my cell phone, which I might have to go get a phone charger. Um, I don't have internet. I don't have cable, right? And so, you know, I look at this and go, I need to understand that there's other people that are in the same community that I'm in that don't have internet or cable. And they offer free Wi-Fi. They have they have a, a hotspot that you can get for two weeks at a time for free, and I will gladly pay for that for any other person in this world. Hold on, David. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm gonna just bring people up to speed uh, on what Nick was talking about there. So we have a small township just to the east of Byron Center, Jamestown Township, and they had a book on the shelf. It was queer something. I don't remember the specific name. Queer something. I don't. Um, I don't remember the name of it either. And uh, some asshole objected to the book being there because they're indoctrinating kids to become gay, as if that's a fucking thing. Nope. So they decided not to pass the millage to keep the library running. So basically, yep. they're going to run out of money, and they're probably going to have to close the library and. Nicole called out the fact that 7,000 residents didn't even bother to go fucking vote at all. And, and you know what's going to happen if and when that library closes? Those people are going to bitch and moan. 100%. And the other thing is, guess what's going to happen in my front yard? A free library. 100 fucking percent. 
I'm literally going to line my entire life. My, I already have it planned out. I have so many people that have offered me fucking building material because I said, hey, I want to do. It's funny because, David, you and I and your wife lost a friendship over a person, right? Yeah. Because I said, hey, just build it. It's not expensive. Yeah. I've had so many people say, hey. And I said, look, I want to fill my front yard with free libraries. And they're all like, let me know. And I was like, I got a couple of sheets of shingles. I got some wood. And people were like, hey, I got four by fours. I got plywood. I got everything. Like, just build a random library whatever so yeah the books might get whatever but look at replaced but my entire front yard which the city i've already looked into it the city can't do a goddamn thing about it every fucking three feet is going to be a fucking library and you're going to walk through my front yard if that library closes i promise you i will have post hole digger out there digging fucking holes and you're going to fucking laugh your ass off because there's going to be 40 fucking goddamn mini libraries out there and I didn't care because who I am as a person, I will give other people a fucking Wi-Fi and I'll pay for that bill, even though I don't have <clears> Wi-Fi. I'll give you some books for it. Oh my god! See, right? Like that. There it is, right? Like this I'll, is. I'll, the- I'll be buying some queer books for it. Well, I'll buy I'll buy that Heartstopper series that my daughter likes for it. So I can give I can give you two of the volumes of Danish. I uh, I what? did a. Th- I did a thing the other day, gentlemen. Yep. I found another clear the shelves. And this lady go had on. said, huh? My, go on. Yeah, this lady had basically said that, you know, people have bought some of the cheaper items, but nobody will buy the more expensive stuff. So I hopped on there and I found something that was more expensive than that. I sent that off to him from Bucks and Brews, and they got it the other day, and we got a nice shout-out on Twitter for it. Nice. So that makes me feel I mean, good. I tried to buy things those that things. were more like, I bought like three or four things that were more in like the 50 to $20 range. I mean, mm-hmm. I was going to go with like the, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was pretty happy with that, so. You know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, what pisses me off is the fact that I want it, my, my wife wants me to run for a local thing here in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. And she's like, sure. you won't. And I said, that's absolutely true. And I said, because I said, I'll win. I'll run as a Republican. And she goes, no, the amount of stupid shit you've talked to people on Facebook, they're just going to call it out. And I said, please do, right? Because I'll switch out the entire fucking goddamn thing. And it'll say the whole entire story. I'm not afraid to admit I've told people that they're dumb as shit for the things that they've thought. Well, see, I've had people say the same stuff for me. They're like, you know, you have a lot of opinions that you have some good ideas you should run. I'm not electable. I couldn't have a normal... This is funny to watch. What's that? This is funny to watch. What is? You. Oh, sorry. I'm telling my daughter to plug the cord in. It's back behind me. So and, uh, I have to get a cord so I can run my cell phone. It's behind me. Go go back that way. So, yeah, I, I couldn't run because I, I can't be nice. I, nice is just not a possibility for me anymore. Yeah, I could only I could see you in a debate going down. Yeah, basically. 
I, I, I would. So, Mike, you remember my cousin Vinny? Oh God, yes. The I was just the opening party. statement. Everything I, said, that I just said was bullshit. That'd be me. That's a fact. Right? I just asked Courtney. I said I, last night, literally last night. I said, "Have you ever seen the movie My Cousin Vinny?" And she goes, "Well, kind of, no." And I was like, "That's the problem. Like, you haven't seen the entire thing." I was like, "But the fact is, is like, right? I would just go straight to full fucking facts and show you how dumb you are as a person, right?" Like, I would literally just throw it in your face and go, oh, God. And th- and, and people are going to go, yeah, he's right. Like, that's a, that's a factual statement. Thank you, baby. Uh, hey, everybody, you want to give a shout-out to Emerson? Hi, Emerson. Hi, well, Emerson. Can you say hi to everybody? Hi. So Emerson is going to turn seven on Thursday. Happy birthday. Oh. This Thursday, yeah, say two days from now. Uh, David might have it up on the day (laughs) so um but right like i will you know it just my cousin Vinny is is one of those where it literally tells how this life is supposed to be like you you look at the courtroom opening statements and it's just people making up bullshit and thinking that people don't know what they're talking about when in when in reality we know more than you're ever going to imagine about how things should actually be. Well, the problem is we, we have to argue with idiots and trying to get idiots to understand, you know, basic things is, is so damn difficult nowadays. And I don't have the patience or the desire to educate in a good way. Mm-hmm. I just go right to, you're a fucking moron. Shut up. But like when you say it, you say it nicer than me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> because which is funny I, if you say that. So maybe what we need to do is I need to be the one who runs, and you guys just need to be my campaign managers. Probably oh yes. Right. Like, oh, David, you and I for fucking Mike, because Mike will say it in a nice way, and you and I would be like, "Fuck you, shut up." We could do this. If only the three of us did live in completely. Actually, David, I basically are. I live in your your county, Mike. Yeah. I think I won't buy a house down there just so I can vote for you. By the way, Nick, I do have some some business news. Go on. Um, We will not be doing a show next Tuesday because Mike and I are going to go out and have a nice time. A nice time. Yeah. And I'd invite you to come, but your wife would kill you. No, I'm allowed to go. I'm just not allowed to partake in what happens. Well, if you want to come, we're going to go. Okay. Mike, you'll be there from like 4.30 to 5.30. Wait, yeah, you're going to be there for an hour. You're going real early. We'll be there. Mikey's got to, can, only get, can only be there for like an hour. Yeah, we want to see him, and he can only be there for an hour. But we'll be there a long time. Yeah. Does the start with an A or does it start with a? It starts a. with an A. Oh, I'll be there. It's that's, on Kings Highway. Yeah, it's it's that's near. Uh, it's not Glenwood. What's the place called? Uh, Galesburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go that. You take that road that would take you there. Yes. So I before, will, uh, let me know. Before I do that, I'm stopping at the county clerk's office in Kalamazoo. For I'm gonna get my notary. Yay. 
I, uh, I, my notary stuff is literally sitting in my car. I have my bond. I just haven't submitted anything. Dude, just do it. Nope. I, uh, I got to figure it all out. The easiest thing in the world. Yeah, Ottawa County is just so far away. That was Kalamazoo. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a 50 minute drive down there, but I do. I do. Yeah, you got reason though. to be there. I do have I reason to be there. I do work in Ottawa County. Mike and I are going to to the club, and we are not buying filet mignon because they don't fucking have it anymore. No, but I I I steak. Yeah. I'll eat pot stickers. So, anyways, uh, we've we've dissected this quite a bit here. Uh, any last thoughts on the Inflation Reduction Act of twenty twenty two, gentlemen? So, all right. So, inflation, right? It's it's going to be a constant thing that we're going to always deal with, right? So, when you look back, generations, 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 inflation becomes a big thing, right? And then it smooths itself out because supposedly the government fixes it, right? It's but it's not the government that fixes it. It's the people that refuse to do things that fixes it, right? The government just says, hey, this is the thing that we're going to do to fix it. And so then it comes back. It does the same thing. It comes back. It does the same thing. One of two things is going to happen. We're either going to have something that crashes everything and they go, oh, fuck, we got to try to get ourselves back up. Or it's going to stay its track and it's going to continue to go for higher amounts of money for cost of everything and it'll take a longer period of time to slowly bring things back together right housing prices dropped back in 2010 right 2008 technically like when 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 housing prices went down to like three percent two percent i know people with a 1.9 right so now we're in 2022 which is literally 12 years later it took that long to get that low let's say 2011 it stopped i don't care if you don't count this year right so it took 12 years to get there if something catastrophic happens like a 9-11 like a terrorist attack like us going to war with russia over ukraine anything like that okay it'll bring us down and so we'll we'll go back to a cycle but i will tell you that no matter what in, in history, it's proven that it will always work itself out. Stay your course. Make sure you keep, you're doing your investments. Yes, you'll lose some money along the way, but you will gain farther in life. And the biggest thing is, is remember that your life is longer than what a historic memory or tragedy is. Well, then- and if you lose everything, everybody else lost everything. And yes, you think that the amount isn't, true there's the guy that didn't do something right like so just stick with it and make it happen well and this is not going to be a huge recession that's going to come it's not going to be 2008 2009 we're already in it it's a very low and nobody yet yeah it's 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 a tiny recession it's probably not going to get real bad stay the course here here's here's the thing so technically it's really bad Right. If you look at the numbers, it's shit. So 
just a year and a half ago, people were paying on average $24,000 over for a house. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think the average is now? I couldn't even guess. It, it's actually the average over asking for a house is only $8,000. So people are still offering over on average. Yes, some are going lower, some are doing whatever. That's why it's called an average. And people don't understand average because they feel like, oh, somebody lowballed me. No, this is an average. You're the average. You, your house is average. Nothing you did was big. But it was 24000 beforehand. Now it's actually down to 8000 It's a year and a half later. People are talking about recession. People are talking about inflation a hell of a lot more. We <clears> hit this in normal. This is this is the idea is to make what we have now a normal, right? So you're not offering above asking, you're not offering below asking, you're offering normal. This is asking, this is what it's worth, this is what I'm paying. Don't make it below, don't make it above, make it a normal. And you'll understand that literally, if you keep track with that, it's a matter of how you offer it, how you present yourself. And that's where sales comes into place, right? So if you have an agent that just says, hey, this is where we need to be. So on those types of things, right? Um, you know, I remember going to the bread store as a kid and being able to buy fucking those dollar pies like yep. for a buck. Now I can only buy like four, right? <laughs> but like- I remember so, they were 50 cents. Right. And that, and, and so, you know, look at, look at this and understand that what they want to do is they want to make what you understood. And, and it's, it's horrible to look backwards two years, right? Because nobody remembers that. What you remember two years ago, they want that to be the normal for the next X amount of years. And it takes time to make two years ago become the normal. Because you couldn't make it normal because they had to have a plateau, they had to have a top, and then you plateau and you go down a little bit, and you want to make that go as long as possible. Because as long as possible makes you comfortable, it makes you understand where you're at, it's going to go lower, it's going to go higher, it's going to do these random things, but really, just stick to what the hell you know you're supposed to do as an investor, the person with your money. Well, and talking about housing right now... um... So the house directly to the north of us, smaller than ours, got put on the market. Wait, you know, weeks I don't directly north. I know you have like north left and north right. I don't think you have one directly north. Yeah, directly north. So when you're looking at my house, the one to the right of us. Oh, to the right of you. That would be north. Isn't that cell? Oh, if you're looking at your house. If you're oh, looking no, no, no. at my house. Not the crazy neighbor. Okay, so. You're right. Yep. So <clears throat> I saw that it went up. I got a hold of Scotty and I'm like, hey, what do you know? So he did some digging for me because it wasn't listed yet. Yeah. Found out it was going up for 279000 and offers were due. Let's see. I talked to him on the Friday, the last Friday of the month, and offers were due by Tuesday, which would have been last Tuesday. Okay. Still showing it. I'll tell you, Nick. They bought that house 18, I want to say. For 189000 Okay. I'd pay 200 for it. 
that's where it. I'd end. Offer it. I might. Because everything in your area will rent for 23 to 25. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I told I told Don if we get it, we'll move Caitlin, her roommate, and Anna in. We'll sell the condo. Yep. And then put a uh, hot tub in the garage. And put a hot tub in the garage. Yep. So yeah, I thought that was interesting, and uh, <clears throat> it fed into your where housing prices have gone. No, and, and so. I mean, $70,000 hit is tough, but if they're saying, so at this moment of life, you have a realtor that's behind times, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you think that setting an offer deadline means that they're drawing in more people. That's like, you're, you're back six months ago and welcome to reality where really that's, that's not how it is, right? Like yeah. it is. Hey, throw me throw me an asking offer or 5k below and you're gonna get it, right? And honestly, like if you're going 200, throw the fucking offer and don't be that guy who doesn't do it because really who knows if they're in foreclosure. If they bought it for 189, if you're the only offer at 200, they're gonna go, oh shit, we didn't do something. They're gonna make two decisions. One, they're either gonna improve it and try to make it better and then get more money out of it, or B, they're going to take your offer because they can't afford the house. They're in foreclosure. They lost their jobs. They did something. That's what you need to do, right? Like, and that's, like, it sucks to say. It sucks for them. It sucks anything. Even then with the market dropping, I mean, are they offering that much? Are they requesting that much? Because maybe when they bought it in 2018, they were stupid and had a higher, you know, interest rate. And they're like, oh my God, you know, we need to make our money back or whatever. Maybe they still owe $250,000 on that. They bought it for 189. Yeah. I'm saying, but maybe their interest rates were so high that. They could have a HELOC against, no, 2018, the interest rates were low as shit. Yeah, they were low. But like, they could have a HELOC against it. They could have but really, honestly, if, if you don't talk to Scotty and tell him, hey, I want you to throw a $200,000 offer in, and then people tell you to go after yourself, like, if you don't hear go after yourself, that means you got potential, right? So go to 210, like, figure it out. Like, if they don't hear anything, and here's where I play the dick move game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're still showing, which means you don't have the offer you want. I play the fact of you need to get back a hold of my agent and tell him, why what where when how right like you, you need to do this right three w's and an h that's what i tell people all the time who what where when why how right mm-hmm. like so four right or sorry five w's and an h it's always been like, five and eight it's always been five and an h yeah you think i know grammar i don't care i <laughs> say who what where when why how right like right and so I throw the offer in. I throw the offer in all day, every day. And it, oh. honestly, David, write it up as cash. 200 on the dot, like cash. And you're going to go, I don't have cash. Yes, you do. Like literally between me, Mike, and you, we have cash. Like I, I'm lending, I'm lending $100,000 tomorrow. So, um, right, like throw it out there, cash, 100% closing, Close as fast, and I always write these words. 
close as fast as Tyler can get the fucking things pulled, right? Because I'm not yep. going to pay your anything. So, so before we uh, head off into our own own things here, were, okay, were, you, able to, were you able to send the uh, stickers and stuff out to that guy? My my answer is I think so. I put them all in envelopes addressed. Courtney says she had a stamp in her car. Whether she addressed it or whether she put the stamp on it and put it in the uh, mailbox, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at my kitchen table in a while. Um, our, our viewer on Twitch said it's a trap. Don't borrow from it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was if it was money, it'd be different. But um, I like I, I put in a magnet, a sticker or two, and a button for pops and pennies. Awesome. So, um, and any of you people out there listening, watching, whatever, uh, if you want some Bucks and Brews stuff, just get a hold of us. You can email us or go to bucksandbrews.com. Yeah, it's got all our kind of stuff on there. We're we're glad to send anything out there. So, Mike, you got any last thoughts? Not really. Did you have anything to drink tonight? Because you're joining a little late, so we didn't get to ask. I I had a couple of the N.A. Um, Untitled Arts. One is a Florida Weiss. It's actually pretty good. It's got it's a bit it's got a sour to it. So yep. I don't know what fruit they throw into it, but it's it's very good. And the same one I had an Italian style pilsner, which was a little hoppier than I would have preferred. And then I ended with an actual one that actually has some alcohol in it, but it's the distill, which I know we love the distill. It's we do it's to have a wild sour series. This was the <laughs> Just to hear ghost nothing. Another scam call, Nick? It was actually. It was from Ohio. Oh, nice. I should have answered it. All right, give them your normal, dude. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Like, subscribe, share. Tell your friends, tell your family. We appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Founders and KBS for the uh, hazelnut variant and um, oatmeal cream pie from Pigeon Hill out in Muskegon. Um, It was great. Thank you for all the questions online. We were happy to answer how many of them we could. And uh, we'll be back either Monday or Wednesday next week since Tuesday's out. we got stuff going. Um, Other than that, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. money. Bucks. And, and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And, and brews. brews. Bucks and brews.